And we are live back, Armchair Adventurer. I, of course, being internationally famous, need no introduction, but you may be wondering who's this schlub you have on microphone too. So, uh, Dan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Dan Gavin. Lucky to be on here. Got the uh, invite from Kane Smith a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, yeah, this is a good way to uh, expand my global reputation a little bit. Excellent. Well, for this first one, we'll be taking you to Elbert County, Georgia, about 90 miles east of Atlanta, where there's an interesting little monument called the Georgia Guidestones. This is four 20-foot-tall stone slabs in sort of an X shape surrounding a central column, and there's a capstone on top. But these slabs have 10 sort of commandments written on them. Uh, two languages on each slab, totaling eight languages, and that's English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. <laughs> now, these commandments... No pattern to that. <laughs> um, the commandments, gotta be honest, a little strange. Uh, potentially nefarious in origin, and uh, just for a little legal disclaimer my lawyers have suggested that we don't support any of these or what they might represent except of course maybe dan gavin yeah but, my um, views are my own i, I yeah. can't I, nobody's protecting me from the words coming and, out of my mouth today. Uh, yeah, dan has uh, famously supported uh, eugenics and sterilization mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> please don't post my name or email or phone number or address kane on anything attached <laughs> yeah. to this podcast um, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to read you these and let's just, after I read them, let's briefly talk about what it might mean. Yeah. So the first one, I don't know. I mean, these are the order they're written. I don't know if this is supposed to be in order of importance, but the first one is maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Now, obviously that would be getting rid of a significant chunk of the current population. Yeah. Severe. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. This is one, especially where it starts to seem a little, uh, a little iffy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unite humanity with a living new language is the third. That, that's okay. That seems fine. Although you know, I guess you got to worry about wiping out cultural whatever you know if you just have yeah, one language it's like how on earth would that even happen you know it's hard to be even take fathom. a lot of work yeah 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 rule passion faith tradition and all things with tempered reason is the fourth this is kind of after four it gets into these like really lofty vague unidentified <laughs> you know like every <laughs> other person you ask is going to describe it differently of like what it actually means yeah, there's there's one there's one we're getting to that I'm uh, especially a fan of just how it's how it's worded. But uh, tell me it's seven. It is seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number five <laughs> is protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. I mean, like, yeah, what that's something we can all who's picking right? that one, you know, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> um, number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. So I suppose that's something akin to the United Nations is what yeah. they're reporting with no, uh, no hint towards a one world government or anything. No, there's no like designs alongside these. These are just like 
level one guiding principles or something. There's, there's no flesh on these bones. Yeah. Um, number seven. And this is a good one. Avoid <laughs> petty laws and useless officials. Uh, people, that would it seems for like, itself. I yeah, mean. it seems like somebody who was not very happy with government uh, when he no. wrote that. Maybe that's why it's in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. And okay, far, far it, yeah. away from the ruling eye of the Georgia government. Um, <laughs> the brutal Georgia government. Number eight. Balance personal rights with social duties. Uh, see, that almost seems like this one is directed at you, the reader, more than anything. But I guess that could be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, like personal rights with social duties. No, I suppose that is, that's, uh, that's out, of, out of group. That's out of people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fake. The problem is, I mean they definitely had in mind that they wanted this to sound very uh, almost biblical and like the language they wrote it in is very um, like, I guess, like you said, lofty and not holier than thou, but, but definitely like a city on a hill. I feel, I don't know. Oh, I yeah. think I'm thinking up on a stump holier than that, but we're going to get into this, but I mean, the, <laughs> it's just it's ironic that these were left you know nobody really knows why because nobody owns up to like having put them up but they ex maybe or probably expect them to actually guide people's actions or some sort of like society but then they they don't even sign it <laughs> right. yeah, this was absolutely. put up by a group you know that's all yeah. it says number nine is a bit esoteric. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Yikes. Very spiritual. Um, yeah. Number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Yeah, I don't know why it says leave room for nature twice there. That must be a mistake in my copy pasting. No, um, no, that, uh, that's on there. It is? Twice. I'm like, interesting. Okay. okay. Well, they really wanted to hammer home the point then. Yeah. Leave, Leave room, room for nature. nature. <laughs> Leave um, room for nature, man. Now, what is interesting about this monument is not only does it have all of these um, these rules and laws, it is also configured in a way that allows it to serve as sort of an astronomical calendar and a compass. Um, the four outer stones mark the edges of the lunar declination cycle. And I'll be honest, I had to, I had to pretty extensively Google to figure out what exactly that was. It took me like an hour yeah. to figure it out. Uh, so the best of my understanding is that the moon moves up and down in our sky slowly over 18.6 years and then moves back. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I got. Like okay. the height of the moon in the sky uh yeah uh, thankfully this is not armchair astronomers so we can just call it good with that <laughs> well, basic yeah. understanding if you want that episode make that recommendation to those guys okay. but we, we're not really on speaking terms right now <laughs> <laughs> um the center column has both a slot angled to aim at the north star at all times as well as a slot that aligns with the solar solstices and equinoxes so how do you i mean how do you think that works does that mean the sun would be inside of the slot on solstices and equinoxes you think 
Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. So, unfortunately, I mean, pictures don't really, you'd have to be there on that date. So I, I wasn't ever able to really understand yeah, that. And but. I mean, the very premise of the show is that you and I are sitting comfortably inside, you know, a studio. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm I am fucked. not, I'm not going, going anywhere. to Georgia yeah. to look at this monstrosity. <laughs> Our next episode is going to be way out of reach. There's no fucking way we're going there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a, a, a little tease. It's in the South Pacific. So yeah, you can bet you're behind. I'm not going there. Yeah. Um, Capstone on top of the monuments or monument on top of the stones, I should say, has a hole that allows the sun to pass through it at high noon every day. And the beam of light that comes through the hole marks the day of the year. That's cool. pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of that. They one. really did their homework for more than an hour to figure that stuff out. Uh, so I think you can't really, uh, regardless of what you think about the origins of the monument, the big question is, where did it come from? Yeah. And unfortunately, I think, I think I want to interject here too. Okay. Sure. These, these were built in like 1979, I think is the year, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's modern, modern technology, putting these things together, but yeah, you know, it's still, I think it's still badass having those astronomical features, probably. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it has really lent itself to some serious, like, questions and conspiracies, as we're going to talk about. But, yeah, it just makes people think, like, oh, there must be a purpose for all of that, yeah, then, if they're doing a that. A grand purpose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of... Um, Potentially. I found some shit, man. I found some we can get into it but really did you see um did you see that yoko ono came out in support of the monument yeah yeah that was strange to me just uh of of all the people i i could have seen (laughs) i I feel like i the last couple of months i've it's been it's become a theme it's just like every every once in a while i just hear about oh you know yoko ono in her activist days came out and said this or did that or was working with these people. And it's like, Oh, she was, she was just trying to do it all. I don't know. Just, I never, maybe, maybe Yoko Ono is behind these. Oh shit. How old would she have been in 1979? You, you can continue. I'll do some Googling. Here. Excellent. Okay. So what we do know is that the monument was commissioned at the Elberton granite finishing company in Elberton County, where the monument now stands today. Uh, by a man using the pseudonym R.C. Christian, who was described by the uh, residents of rural Elbert County as being suspiciously well-dressed and articulate. <laughs> I love I that. I don't, I read that. I didn't give a lot of. Uh, to that actually being something that was said. <laughs> well, that, but also if it was like. You were telling me before we started recording, Elbert County is a super rural county, which yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, county bash here or anything, but it, I don't think it would take a lot for somebody from a very rural, small county yeah. to be like, oh, that person from out of town looked peculiar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only man I've never seen before in my life looks suspicious <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously people believe that's not his real name. And, 
not to not in aiding him he claimed the group he claimed to represent uh wished to remain anonymous but that they were a group of uh do-gooders who wished to offer direction for mankind had been planting the stones for two decades and they uh they single-handedly funded the actual commissioning of the monument from the elberton county granite finishing company and also purchased a plot of land from a farmer for it to be on yeah this this was an extreme purchase like you i couldn't i couldn't find any record of how much money was spent on this or how much like the land cost when it was sold but there is a record of the granite finishing company the owner who was talking to this guy saying when he was describing the project, this RC Christian guy was describing the project. He was in his head thinking, this is so over the top. Like, there's no way this guy is serious. Let me just throw out an enormous or let me say astronomical figure to to uh, for a cost. And the RC Christian guy was just like, yep, that works. <laughs> so uh, we're talking huge, huge sums of money yeah. being poured into this. It's got to be at least... Uh... I mean, I don't know how commissioning granite works, but that's got to be at the very least a put some money down situation because that suspicious man is never seen again and you're out of some yeah. good granite. And I'm not thinking Elberton Granite Finishing Company has like an in-house astronomer who can, you know, help out with the mathematics on the design. But, uh, you know, and honestly... And not to not not, not to bash <laughs> poor Elberton oh, County yeah. man these guys um, <laughs> how how many jobs a year does the Elberton Granite Finishing Company get I mean <laughs> I mean the finishing granite doesn't that wouldn't that just mean like cutting and polishing the granite they're not even mining the granite. Yeah, I would assume so. Yes, maybe maybe uh, all twenty thousand people at Elberton County have granite countertops in their kitchen, because then wow. business would be a booming. Right. That's well. That's their lobbying effort. That's how they win the local elections. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a graft. Um, uh, so these uh, the the astronomical features on the monument, as well as the messages it uh, bestows upon the reader. Those combined with the um, mysterious origins of the actual monument and the commissioning of it has given rise to some conspiracy theories. Um, Some people believe it's part of a kind of Illuminati, uh, New World Order type scheme. Uh, in, In fact, in 2008, the stones were defaced with polyurethane paint and graffiti with slogans such as death to the New World Order. Um. Yikes. That or it was the local Elberton County, you know, gang oh, yeah. conflict yeah. just spilling over into <laughs> right. the monument uh, site. Yeah. Four of the 20,000 people in Elberton County are in gangs. <laughs> Open warfare. <laughs> yeah. It's mainly because of the astronomical features, some believe it to be occult related. Um, in September of 2014, strange that both of the, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess maybe it wasn't even well known until the 2000s with the internet and all since they'd been there for a while, but just that both uh, defacing of the monument were in the 2000s, six years apart. Uh, mm. In September 2014, an employee of the Elbert County Maintenance Department, I'm sorry, 
what I should say is the employee of the Albert County Maintenance Department <laughs> contacted the Federal Bureau of Investigation when the stones were vandalized with graffiti, including the phrase, I am Isis, goddess of love. Um, I don't know much about Egyptian um, religion. I don't really know anything about Isis. I don't yeah. think that matters, though. No, I, it's pretty, it's pretty hippie level graffiti though it's like someone spray painting something and saying like love and peace dude like what well, okay yeah, yeah i'm yeah. pissed that you graffitied on my shit but like thanks i don't uh and i this is really more a criticism of graffiti on the whole and not necessarily like artistic graffiti because that's different but like vandalizing graffiti what what do you I, I what do you hope to accomplish? I guess really just getting a message out, but it's like it's just gonna get removed, you know? Yeah. It's never gonna be permanent. <laughs> they can they can scrub that stuff off. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Kill time. That's that's all I got. Uh, especially now that uh I guess this is dipping back a little bit into the history, but I do remember reading that after the um unveiling of the monument, I don't know how long after because it didn't say, but the group and rc christian since his name was the one actually attached to this whole thing handed over the plot of land and the monument to uh elbert county or the state of georgia i believe one yeah. of the two yeah i think it was the county okay. um i would say most rational folk myself included think that this monument was really intended to be instructions for how to rebuild after a large like world war or apocalypse type scenario in right. uh, setting the world back up and probably also why it's included in so many languages just so anybody could get that good information yeah those good guiding principles like yeah. you know now that there's only 10 million people left on the planet keep it keep it low keep it low yeah keep it low and there is absolutely no room for useless officials yeah <laughs> get so, those guys out of here yeah if a guy with an eye patch shows up calls himself the governor you better ditch that fella <laughs> oh is that is that the walking dead yeah man i think is? okay i think they're in aren't they in georgia too don't they go oh, in and out of atlanta uh yeah i believe so i only saw the first season and they're on their yeah. 50th right now i believe yep yeah not yep yeah it seems logical you know atlanta is you know, just imagine a, the post-apocalyptic setting. Atlanta, among other major metropolitan areas, is just leveled. You know, people out in the country yeah. survived, you know, or people in the city who fled or whatever are out in the country. They live off the land or whatever. And then, you know, they come across this monument on the top of this little hill. Right. And they're just like, hey, well, you know, we didn't really have principles before, so maybe it's <laughs> well, you time. Know, I, I would say, I would say, if I was one of those people and I stumbled upon a monument in <laughs> in a language I could read that told me how to rebuild, you bet your, I would follow those orders. I would think of it as an act of God. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's just such a pertinent, uh, timely thing. <laughs> totally out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Now, maybe that's why it's out in the middle of nowhere, because maybe the creators 
decided it'll maybe take a couple generations for people to come upon it. And by then, who knows what understanding and knowledge of like, you know, prior technology exists. Like, I don't know. It, 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 it could just be received on that level of like, what the hell is this? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess uh, we may never know, honestly. Um, and that really is the problem is why is it so rural? Why is there so little information? I, uh, I guess they yeah, just there's no talent itself and, and that's the best we can do. Um, yeah, I mean, you you bet your ass if if there is some sort of nuclear apocalypse and somehow I make it out alive living in, you know, the fourth biggest city in the country. So probably not. But if I do, um, I'm headed there. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll head that way. I'll be the first. Uh, well, if you're listening uh, live, which you're not, because that's impossible. Uh, <laughs> this is a podcast, not a radio show. Only Craig um, gets that privilege. Yeah, only Super Producer Craig has that has that distinct honor. Um, we're going to be doing a double drop to make up for the fact that I said in the trailer for this show that I would be releasing an episode in the next couple of days, and I believe it's been almost a month since <laughs> I left my mouth. Um, so there will be a follow-up episode, not, not a follow-up in the sense that we will still be talking about that godforsaken County in Georgia. <laughs> just we have meet. no friends in Elberton County. Uh, we, we, can't we have no friends County. and we will never have friends now yeah. in Albert County. Word, word has already spread, uh, <laughs> to the useless officials of Elbert County <laughs> never to let us in. Um, we will be touching on something a little more grim unfortunately on the next episode and uh something that could uh yet bring about that uh well not bring about but allude to our post-apocalyptic wasteland hey, i like that yeah. i did not have the brain power to put that one together that's why there's two of us oh <laughs> <laughs> you just got yourself some job security my friend um all right well thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.